Thank you for tuning in to Herc's World. I am Casual. This is the Mini Mix brought to you by Time Lixer Watch Shop. I'll give you all the details in just a moment. Let's go ahead and get into this Mini Mix. Let's go. Notorious, that lot of bus is strange to us, yeah. We scrambling, gambling. I'm restaurants with mandolins and violins. We just sitting here trying to win, trying not to sin. How often lots of gin, so much smoke need oxygen. Steadily counting them Benjamins. And you should too, if you knew what this game would do to you. Been in the since '92. Look at all the bullish I've been through. So far beef with you know who. A few female stars or two. Then I'm blue like, blue like Mike. Yeah, not to be with. Better duck quick, cause me and my dogs love the buckets. Good luck, strictly aim, no aspirations to quit the game Spit your game, talk your sh**, grab your sh**, call your click Squeeze your sh**, hit the right one, pass them, they got the light one All them, they got the fight one, all them, they got the light one My situation is a tight one, what's going on? Switch up, I'm gonna give a mob up, sing God with drugs Don't you mean wanna side with us, got big s**t on them cars with us But said any I can hide with us, they really wanna show you what a VIB I'm gonna be sipping room in your VIP, when you hear the music it'll be by me Twisted with the legendary B.I.G. Brooklyn and K-Town, when you checking out the flow, you know what's gonna rain with persistence Two legends on the same track, two different planes of existence Let's get it cracking, I love the bus flows Hit it from the back, cause I love the Spit it for the city, I love Chicago Most both of us love the bus flow You think you can spit on the mic, got you biggie, your flow just as steady as I This real, you know you love them, you ain't got ready to die Life after death, give it to you, I work with you, bonus Saturday, yeah, give it to you, I work with you 
And y'all know what it is when y'all hear the lovely sounds. Well, I used to say the lovely sounds of escape, but now it's the homie DA on the intro. And after he gets done, y'all hear my voice. It's Hurts World. And you are tuned in to another, another great episode. Thank y'all once again for coming through. Rocking with your boy. Um, I am still feeling the love and all, all that great stuff. It is greatly appreciated. Um, y'all are streaming. The number is crazy. Um, the plays are going crazy on Apple Podcasts. So even if you listen for 30 seconds, it counts. So tell a friend to tell a friend um, to listen to the episodes because it's vital information. Um, if you don't listen, you don't learn. And we all got, we all have, in my opinion, we all have space to learn about different things. And today's episode is no different. Um, last week, we dropped two episodes. Um, one with my special co-host, Bria. Uh, so shout out to Bria. And then we talked about grief. Um, hopefully, the grief episode, um, I don't want to say changed your life, but I hope that you took something from that episode that you can use um, in your daily habits so that it never gets, uh, it never stops hurting, but the pain eases a little bit each day. Um, we, all deal, we all deal with grief in our own little way. Um, so hopefully listening to my experiences shows you how to deal with grief in a more positive light um, or not pick up any bad vices that some people tend to do when they're dealing with things. But anyway, go back, listen to that, check that out. Um, this week, we got a, I don't want to say a managed show, but y'all know I can be a little managed. So if I, I tend to uh, ask a couple questions or get a little nasty, judge your mammy, don't judge me. I just want to know. Um, and I bet y'all wondering, what the hell is her talking about? You got to wait and find out. As soon as we come back from break, we're going to get straight into it. So stay tuned. You're listening to Hurts World. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Hurts World. I'm none other than your girlfriend's favorite podcast host, The Big Hurt. And today's episode, we are talking about sex, the nasty, the get down, the, uh, what the old folks say, the naked, uh, I don't know what the old folks say, but they, it, it's a lot of different names for sex. Just know we talking about getting nasty, making babies, um, as R. Kelly would say, the bump of grind, but that's a different story for a different day. And I brought two eccentric, open-minded, essential ladies with me today, and they are going to talk about sex in a way you've never probably thought about it. I'm not gonna tell y'all who they are. I'm gonna shut up and let I'm gonna shut up and let them introduce themselves, and then we're gonna get into it. So whoever wants to go come first, uh, and when I say come, I mean go, not come come. That's nasty. I'm sorry. Whoever wants to go first, come off mute and introduce yourself. 
that awkward silence to see who's gonna go first. So, uh, um, I'm Cece. Um, I am. I guess I would say very open-minded about sex to the point that I make it a very comfortable conversation to have, and therefore I will say that I am an aspiring sex coach, um, really wanting to just make it a conversation and not a taboo topic, not something that we need to shy away from. And I focus on it from a space of pleasure where it's less about the mechanics, less about the what he wants and what she wants, and more about tapping into our feelings and acknowledging um, that we have a right to pleasure. And sex is pleasurable. It's nothing to be ashamed about. And therefore, it is always important to talk about this stuff. Go, Mariah. <laughs> yeah, well, go, Mariah. <laughs> As she said, I am Mariah Wright. I am a holistic fertility doula as well as a birth doula. And Cece is actually my sex therapist <laughs> and my best friend. Um, so with me being a doula, I'm also on that side of things of after y'all have done, uh, got done doing the dirty and y'all have made that baby, that's why I come in. Um, but as far as my journey with the whole sex conversation, I also have my own podcast and Cece has been on there and we've had open and honest discussions about sex. And just like she stated, the more so of the, the pleasure of it and not so much of the mechanics. So yeah, we're here to talk to y'all now. Man, and I appreciate uh, the, I appreciate the opportunity to talk to both of y'all. Um, if you have not listened to, Mariah's podcast. Uh, go ahead and plug that real quick so they can go check that out. Yes, it is Right Cast, Right Pod, and it is spelled W R I G H T Cast, and again, W R I G H T Pod. And check that out. Listen to that conversation after you listen to this one. Uh, or listen <laughs> to that one first and then come back and listen to this one. Which, either way, you do it. Just make sure you listen to both of them. So, Let's get straight into it. Um, Cece, why become a sex coach? Um, so the reason why it is something that's high on my list to become a sex coach is because, one, I just feel like as a female, but especially as a black female, sex is always taught, first of all, to not, one, not do. It's a bad thing. It's never presented as something that's, you know, beautiful, again, as something that is a natural part of life. So there's a lot of shame automatically attached to it. I don't like shame and I don't like guilt. Um, two, growing up, I considered myself an openly sexual person where sex is just something that was very intriguing to me. And again, the response that I got from that also made it a very shameful and a very guilty experience. I didn't like how people made me feel, so I've always thought out to not have other people feel like that. Um, and then three, really understanding that as women, women are taught to just be on the receiving end of it. We're not taught 
about how to use our voice to say if something makes us uncomfortable or to use our voice to say that something feels good and we want you to keep doing it. So like finding your voice in sex. And then I was learning that also for men, it was just, this is for me to get a nut off. Like sex just became a, a bubble of shame, embarrassment, and nut. And, and that was it. And it's so much deeper than that. It's so much more beauty than that. And it, it deserves the type of conversation and the attention that, you know, we don't get it. And it just kept making me more and more intrigued about not just sex in the terms of fucking, like, you know, intercourse, vaginal and fucking dicks and shit. Like, it was more about, like, how does your relationship with yourself, how does your relationship with your partner, how does your relationship with the world then impact the type of sex that you're having. And I just, you know, life is short. Why have shitty sex? You don't have to, right? But it's a lot more psychological than just, like, taking your clothes off and fucking people, if that makes sense. Shitty sex does suck. So let's not have, um, let's not get in the habit of having shitty sex. So when you say tapping into more than just fucking um from a beginner from a beginner standpoint what does that look like you know because i mean because we're used to all right we meet somebody wham bam thank you ma'am take your clothes off pound 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 go about your day From a beginner standpoint, everything, you know, and then Mariah's work as well, I think, you know, we can say that everything starts itself, right? Um, if you're not an advocate for solution, like, there are so many different types of ways in which you can be around. So I think really paying attention to what makes you feel good, right? So for me personally, uh, I'm, I'm very auditory. So playing certain types of music will get me in the mood faster than if there's no music. And that's just something that's pleasurable. So if you're adding the things that make you feel good to the sex, it will then enhance the sex, right? If you think about your relationship with yourself, a lot of us have body image issues. If we're not working on those or if we're not trying to find some sort of resolution to those, then it will spill out in the bedroom, right? Communication, how we talk to one another. Do you even talk to one another? I always go back to if I don't feel comfortable to tell my partner that something does not feel good to me, then should I be fucking that person anyway? Because that means that if I'm actually uncomfortable in the situation think of like i won't i'll say an accidental sexual assault right where women and some men were just taught that if you consent it you go through with the entire process so we don't even know how to communicate when something's not feeling good to us for fears of you know the any list that you want to start from that so I feel like as a beginner, like really paying attention to where your opportunities are in communication, where your opportunities are with how you feel about yourself, and taking time to explore just what makes you feel good. 
are great places to start. Um, whether if you're a seasoned sucker or if you're a new person getting into sex, like those are always three places to go back and revisit and explore. Okay. So Mariah, um, you mentioned that CC is like your sex coach or your sex therapist. Um, if you don't mind sharing, what made you want to kind of reach out and ask some of the questions that you, you know, that you asked to her to get you in a better position to um, become more of one with yourself? Well, for starters, um, Cece is so amazing <laughs> and she's not a judgmental person. So I know that I can be open and honest with her and she could give me like some real feedback. She's not one of those type of people that's going to sugarcoat anything <laughs> to try to make me feel better. She's going to actually work through it with me. So one of the things um, that I brought to her was the fact that I wanted to be more like adventurous and everything with my husband because before I got with him, just like she said it before about women, we're just taught to just, you know, be there, almost like be the vessel for the guy. Okay, he gets off and then that's it. There's no pleasure in it for us. So up until that point, that's how I was until I met him. And he was the first guy that ever asked me, what do you like? And I was like, oh, shit. I don't know because nobody ever asked me that. And so it's been like this kind of learning journey with me and him. And I've been having these conversations with her and she just kind of like helped me dig through some things because I also had some personal like body image issues after I had my baby. I'm like, you know, I'm not the same woman that I was before when me and him first started dating. So I don't know how that's going to come into play. And so she just gave me like some little tips and tricks, uh, just like she said, kind of trying to be more connected with myself. And one thing that she told me, she was like, have you ever looked at your vagina? And I was like, no, why would I, why would I do that? <laughs> And so she was like, how about we just start there? And to, to stop, for something that seems so basic, it kind of opened up some doors for me. And I'm like, oh, you know, this is interesting. And not like in a, a pleasure type of way, just like an exploratory type of way. So, yeah, she just helped me in that aspect. And I'm continuing learning from her. Continuously, I'm sorry, learning from her. What I mean, that's actually, you know, that's real dope. I, so how is it different now with you, um, with your husband, as opposed to was before? If you don't, I mean, it, you don't have to go deep into it. Because, <laughs> you know, I, look, I, y'all know I can be a little nosy, so you don't have to go deep into it. But, you know, how has it changed? How, how has it gotten better? I mean, so I'm still in, like, that discovery phase. So, but things have changed because it's, I'm becoming more open with myself. So beforehand, in order for me to be like that wow girl that he really wanted in the bedroom, I needed to take a couple shots. Because that's the only way that I would be able to let my guard down. But now that I'm trying to be more connected with myself and learning what, what I truly like, I don't need that anymore. I haven't had a drink 
in, I don't know how many months, it's been maybe like three or four months now. But it's, we didn't have sex within those three to four months and it ain't been no, nothing boring either. So I'm starting to learn what I like and be more open and be more comfortable with myself and trusting myself to be open with him and trusting him. So that was a big part of it too. So Cece, you talked a little bit about communication or talking about what you like or what you don't like. Um, I know, you know, you, and you see in the movies and I can just speak, and I'll speak from a personal standpoint. Um, it's the little, it's the little shit like, uh, do you like this? Do you feel it? Um, who's, you know, pussy is it like shit like that? Is that the type of communication you're talking about or is it deeper than that? Um, I mean, any communication, if you're not communicating, any communication is, is good, right? But to me, it's deeper than that, right? So something, for example, it takes women a lot longer to become aroused than it does men, right? That's, that's a scientific fact. The reason why a lot of men say, like, oh, women's pussy is dry and stuff like that is because they just literally didn't take the time to... If you hear somebody laughing in the background, it's my husband. He's cracking up because he's here. But, like, um, <laughs> if, if you're not taking the time to arouse a woman, then, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to have an issue. So, that's why with me, the communication is a lot deeper, right? So, it's even, like... What gets you aroused? How, how do I get your pussy out? Like, what do you actually like? Um, you know, do, like, when you are eating food, does it, and having a language, right? Like, food for me is an orgasmic feeling. I get wet from my man's cooking. It's so good. It's so good that it, like, it, it hits that spot. It's so great, right? You can be listening to, like, 90s R&B music, and that's going to stimulate you in the way that it needs to be stimulated. But, like, how would my partner know that without any sort of communication, right? So the wham, bam, thank you, ma'am shit is like, yeah, there's a physical attraction and I'm physically attracted to you. We can definitely slap a move on this shit, you know, sit on that motherfucker and go to work and not communicate about what either of us actually like. That's To me, that's just like a physical thing, right? But if it's you trying to be intentional about it, I think all communication into what brings you pleasure can then be added to your sexual experience. Having an auditory kink and it going from us fucking with no music to you adding music is going to heighten the sexual experience like a thousand, right? And that is really going to satisfy your partner, in which case then I would hope it would really satisfy you. So it's a, it's a lot deeper than just like, you like you like how I bitch your nipple. You like how you know you like how I kiss you on your neck. Like it, it's a lot, it's a lot, <laughs> lot deeper than that. <laughs> if you hear the love, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Like it, it, it is. It, it's so to me, the fact that one, the fact that you're able to talk about this is 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 dope. Two, the fact that you know you're able to talk about this and your husband. May, he may not say anything, but the fact that he's around and he's comfortable enough to, to hear how these conversations, both of y'all husbands is, is really dope. 
um, that y'all that y'all can have these type of conversations and and find those things that you know pleasure you and them because I feel like a lot of a lot of us these days, um, like you said, like when we were younger, sex was kind of like taboo, like you wasn't supposed to be doing it, and you know ever since the pandemic and people have kind of been on this, um, we'll call it a, uh, journey to learn to oneself. Sex has, you know, become more and more less taboo and more, well, let's get to know more about this, but let's get to know more about that. Um, you know, so that's, it, it's great that you're able to have this conversation. So, um, let's go here. So, foreplay is a thing. Um, most guys, well, I feel like most guys or couples have kind of lost the art of foreplay. It's literally with work and jobs and kids and all this other stuff. You kind of just got to get it how you live. How do y'all bring the art of foreplay back into our relationships? Get a babysitter. <laughs> Send them kids on their way. Um, no, but like for most of the time, you write the day to day is kind of like, you know, we tired. Let's just go ahead and get it done. We know we both want to, but we ain't got time for all that extra stuff. But at the same time, it kind of goes back to what CC was saying about communication, right? Um, it's so easy to lose that, especially when you're doing all these day-to-day tasks. But having that open and honest conversation with your partner about what you want and uh, what you need in that moment, I think that, that that plays a huge role in trying to get that foreplay back. It might not be every single time, However, when, like I said, when you do get that babysitter or you do have that time just to yourselves, that is very important. What about you, Shishi? Uh, for me, again, a brand, excuse me, I'm also smoking. <laughs> Pardon me. Uh, I agree with Mariah in communication. Um, for me, it's also, like, the intentionality behind it, right? So, being intentional about your sex. Like, I, I think people also have lost the art of intimacy, right? All of these things can potentially create you to be turned on. And I, and I think, like, when people think about sex, they think about intercourse. It's like when people say, like, oh, I'm going to get, they're so excited to get married. But what they're actually excited for is a wedding, right? So when people talk about sex, like, I think it's just, like, you know, you're fucking. It's a, you're talking about an action, like, in that way, right? But if, if I'm thinking about sex, I'm thinking about everything, everything, right? Like, how long do you have to make out? When's the last time you ever had a make out session? No fucking, you just, you just kiss it. Remember when we used to draw hump a kid? Y'all saw hump people? It's I mean, a real question. Um, the last time I had a make out, make out session, um, a week ago, cause, and Bae's probably gonna kill me, but she gonna have to, she gonna hear it anyway. Um, 
literally, she's told me I'm the only person that she's ever been with that can make her orgasm by kissing her. So, right. I got away from that, but I think, you know, that makeout session like two weeks ago was like, hmm, I should start doing this more often because, like, the way she reacted to it was like real dope because I, I hadn't done it in a while. Right. So to me, that's like, you know, that's physical intimacy. When I think about sex, that is a part of sex that if you wanted it to lead to intercourse, you could, but it didn't, right? And you, if you still achieve the orgasm. So I, I think it's a lot about us. If you're more experienced or if you've been having sex for a long time or if you've had sex with the same person for a long time, how can we challenge ourselves to expand our knowledge around sex? How many different types of orgasms are there? Is your purpose even to just orgasm or do I just want to feel connected to you and I want it to feel good? Right? Like, like how, how much oral have you explored and in what types of ways? You know, do you have kinks? Have you talked about it? Like, I think it's just getting away from the close-off, doggy-style, missionary, you know, fuck you real quick, go to sleep and go back to your normal day. It, it has to be, to me, just more intentional. Very well said. So we're going to go to break. Um, stay tuned for more on Hurts. When we come back, we're going to talk about the different types of orgasm and masturbation. Real, It's a real, real deep conversation about masturbation we're going to have. Because I heard it on Mariah's podcast and I got a question. So don't go nowhere. Stay tuned. We'll be back. Welcome back to Hurts World. I'm none other than your girlfriend's favorite podcast host. And if she tells you I'm not, she's a liar. Um, well, I probably shouldn't call folks liars like that. But I am anyway. She, We're not, we're not going to call her a liar. She, we're just going to say she's embellishing the truth. And she's stopped doing that. Because it's wrong to call people liars. But I am her favorite podcast host. And uh, we are talking about sex today. I'm joined by Cece and Mariah, and we're talking about sex, the good, the bad, and the kinky. So before we went to break, um, I teased a little bit about talking about the different types of orgasms um, and masturbation. So whoever wants to talk can come off mute. Um, What are some of the different types of orgasms? Okay, so clitoral orgasm, right, which majority of women, um, that's, that's how you make them orgasm, clitoral stimulation, if you don't know where the clit is, you know, I would advise you to Google it, um, and if you're over it, 18 and you don't know where the clit is, I'm talking, I'm just going to talk about you, because shame on you. But anyway, um, clitoral orgasms, so stimulating the clit. And that's at any time, like, 
Anytime, like anytime. So you can come that way if I'm majority of women come. Um, you have vaginal orgasm, so that's like penetrative sex, right? Uh, people can have nipple orgasms, like if you're into anal because you have more nerve endings in your anus, so anal feels great. Like you can orgasm that way. Um, mental orgasms where, I don't know if you guys watch porn or not, um, but one of the, uh, it's actually, I don't know if she's a sex guru or a sex doula, um, that I listened to and I absolutely love her, talks about being able to bring forth the feeling of arousal to the point that, like, you can have an orgasm without touching yourself. Like, you can simulate that much feeling in your body that you that you're that turned on, you're that in tune with what's going on, and you're aware that it's making you feel that good, and you can have an orgasm without actually touching yourself. Oh, fucking amazing. Um, like, it, like anything, right? Anything that gets you to that point is considered a type of orgasm. So it's not just, you know, a basic two. Is there more of that question? No, of course. Please, sir. Don't hold nothing back. Say, say whatever it is. No, that's, that's it. So those are like the different types of orgasms. But again, like, it, again, because sex has been considered such a taboo topic, I personally, I am personally extremely pro, you know, masturbation. It's just, a, it's a, for me, it's a way to, to get to know yourself. You know what you like. You get to spend time with yourself. That's literally quality time. If you can, if you can learn how to do it in absence of like, uh, like internet porn, right? Um, because it's, if I don't know how I orgasm, if I am not familiar with that feeling, if I am not familiar with all these sensations in my body, how can I then be a proper guide to you? That's like I'm directing you in a route that I've never driven. I'm going off a of pure like, just, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, don't, I just don't understand how can I be a good guide if I have not explored that route. Yeah, it's like the blind leading the blind. Yes. That's literally what it is. And then, you know, you just mix in all the other things that we get from society, right? You mix in the unrealistic expectation of what women are supposed to look like or sound like or smell like. You have to get over the body image issues. Like, there's so much that people bring to the bedroom, bring into sex that have almost absolutely nothing to do with sex, but it impacts your ability to release it all so that you can fully engage in the entire act of sex and actually enjoy it and be able to explain it to your partner. Like, a lot of people aren't able to let go that way. It's almost meditative, if you think about it. Yeah. So, and and while you were talking, it made me um, think about the uh, scene from the 40-year-old year virgin. Like when yes, he was getting, like when he was getting ready to like masturbate, like he had the mood set, he had to turn his figurines around so they wouldn't, yes, you know. That's like that's like a whole mood, right? So exactly. So think about that, right? Think about that. 
if you don't know how to do that and romance yourself, how do I properly explain it to my partner? How do I how do I find a voice to communicate? You know that to my partner. So it's a, it's a lot it's a lot more clear. But I think a lot of it, yeah, it really does start with addressing whatever shame and guilt you may have around the act of sex, uh, your body, and how it engages in sex, and the same for menstruation. So, Mariah, masturbation for you. Um, cause I've heard people say they masturbate for pleasure. I've heard people, they say they masturbate to manifest different things. Um, they mas you know, um, whatever, for whatever reason you masturbate, what do you feel like is a healthy way to masturbate? Cause I, cause I, I know there, there's, there's people who say, well, too much masturbation, you're gonna put your eye out, or uh, you just you're not, it's gonna dry up, or something like that. So, what are healthy ways, or you know, a decent amount of what a time to match, how many times to masturbate, if that makes sense? Well, I think that however you want, and however you feel comfortable, and however much you want to is acceptable. Um, I think there should be no shame in however you choose to please yourself and why you choose to do it that way. I know for me personally, masturbation used to just be for me to finish what the other dude started because I was, I was a finishing. So, you know, I'll lay there, we do the do, you get yours. Now I have to go and I have to get mine, but it was also a shame thing. So I would do mine in private. I would never, ever think about doing anything like that in front of my partner again until I met my husband. And now it's more so of pleasure just because I want to. It's not a necessity anymore after having sex with somebody. Specifically wow. after having sex with my husband, not just somebody, y'all. It's only him. <laughs> I was... So I will say that masturbation for me um, is I don't know, like it, it, it's it's not taboo for me, but seeing my woman masturbate does it for me. Some like that most of the time that gets me, you know, that goes from it goes from like a ten to a thousand because like to me that's like the sexiest shit in America. Like, I don't get, like, that, you doing that for me is, 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 is dope. So, um, is it supposed to be like that? Or is it just kind of like, um, it just depends on the person? Or, that question depends on the sense. person. I mean, you know, if that's what you love, hey, get it how you live. That's you. You see what you like, and you know what gets you to that point. So there you go. And now she knows that. And now, like Cece said, it kind of like adds on to different things that you can do in the bedroom to make that climax even better. So I'm gonna get in y'all business a little bit, just a little bit. Um. 
greatest climax you've had in the last five years? You ain't got to go into detail, but just kind of set the mood of what got you to that point. Was it like talking? Was it music? Was it just the person? Was it the ambiance of the whole thing? What was it? I I don't even know if I know how to answer that question. (laughs) Because with me being on this journey of finding myself, I can honestly say it just seems like each time it gets better and better. Like... I don't know. I'm just living. I ain't trying to brag or nothing because I want no bitches to be coming after my man, me, because I will cut you. Okay, let's get that. Let's get that straight right now. But <laughs> go to Chicago. But, but right, facts and bitches be tripping. However, however, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I could truly answer that right now. <laughs> Now, but CC, before you answer, I just want y'all to recognize how quick Mariah turned off and on that switch. Notice how she said, "I cut a bitch," and then just politely went, "But anyway, that's talent." I, I be trying to tell y'all, like, I, I, I be trying to bring talented individuals on her show. <laughs> that's, that's really that talented. Chorus. It that's is. that Taurus that's living in me, you know. I, I'm professional. However, there is a point. There's a point. So, Cece, what you got? Okay, I got lost when Mariah was like, she's going to cut bitches. Because I'm like, no. <laughs> like, who are we fighting? Where are we get to? One minute I hear stuff getting better, and then next minute I'm like, she cutting bitches. I'm like, I lost it. I lost it. Uh, can you remind me of the question, please? Uh, greatest orgasm you've had in the last five years. You don't have to go into detail, um, but just kind of set the ambiance of it. But if you want to go into detail, go ahead, but you don't have to. Oh. Man, that's hard. Because Mariah knows me. Does he know why that's hard? It's, to, to me, it sounds like y'all just out here having mind-blowing sex no, on, on a regular no, basis. I, when, I, when I tell you that sex is not, it's not tolerated. And I think, like, I have to, me as a female, if I, that's a boundary for me, yo. Like, I need to be able to articulate what I like. And if a motherfucker is not about to do it, you can go. I don't care. Men fuck who they can. Women fuck who they want. It, like, let's be real about that a thousand percent. So I feel like, yeah, my shit be bomb as fuck because I know what I like. And if you're, and I'm going to tell you what I like, if you don't want to do it, just Get the fuck out. But yeah, I'm sorry. Like, I agree with Mariah. Shit gets better and better. The more and more I learn about myself, the better my test becomes. Because I'm going to be like, hey, thank you, God. 
hey, lift up, lift down, do this motion, do that. Like, all of my orgasms are fucking amazing. I can have orgasms. Like, you know how many women don't have orgasms? Yeah, that's that. No, I can't relate. I can't relate. I'm with Mariah. We're out here having bomb ass fucking sex because we're doing the work. You heard it here. They are out here having life-changing sex. So I, so I always make the joke that um, I'm scared of bomb-ass pussy. Now, when I say I'm scared of bomb-ass pussy, that means I don't want it, but I'm scared of it. Now, the definite, my definition may be different than other folks, but I'm going to give y'all a little example of what I consider um, we'll say WAP this time. If it is, if there's a snowstorm and, you know, uh, y'all are both from Chicago. If there is more than six inches of snow on the ground and you can text me and say, hey, I need some or I need you to come, you know, break me off, and I get my ass up in the middle of a snowstorm to come break you off, that's some bomb-ass pussy, and I don't want it because I'm risking my life for some pussy. And I don't know, I don't think that's okay for me. So I don't like these experiences that y'all are having are, are, are amazing. Don't get me wrong. I'm just scared of them because... When it get like that, you start to do crazy stuff. And then, like you said, like Mariah said, you got to cut bitches. I ain't got time to be going to jail. I'm scared of jail. Y'all, y'all know how I feel about jail. So, yeah, I don't, I don't really know. Like, don't get me wrong. I've had some great sex in the last five years. Um, that's that, the other day. But I just feel like bomb ass sex gets you in trouble sometimes. You gotta be cutting folks and, and threatening folks' lives. What y'all think? Um, you know, you talking about this injury this I had some, I've had people throw flowers over my gate. Um, you know, block everybody, say that, block everybody, and then they're calling me from, like, other people's phones, like, they won't let up. I've had people show up at my door. Um, I've had somebody open up my living room door, knock all my shit out of my living room, like, window sill, just so I could open the door. Um, so, yeah, I think it's quite dangerous. What as, the f- as, uh, fuck are you doing? <laughs> as a person, as a person who's out here on a regular basis trying not to be found, like my iPhone is set to like, if you are not installed with your name and number, it will never reach me because that's how many different people are calling. Like, I highly suggest against um, dealing, dealing with, um, people who know what they like. Um, fellas. Apparently, it's not normal. 
Fellas, I'm going to tell y'all now. When I release this flyer and y'all see the pictures of these, these two amazing women, please don't slide in their DMs because I, will, I cannot be here responsible if one of their husbands decides to beat the shit out of you because she just told because they they both in in lack of in lack of like so many lack of so many words said they out here changing lives with David JJ's so please don't slide in these women's DMs I know I would usually advocate for that please don't I don't have time to be trying to explain to the police why you listen to Hurts World and you tried to find one of these two young ladies to experience that then their husbands had to kill you. So just don't slide that idea. Just admire from afar. Um, CC, I'm officially scared of you now, just just so you know. Um, Mariah, I've been scared of you. Just, that's, yeah, we're going to leave it at that. So let's talk a little bit about the spiritual part of sex. Um, we talked a lot about, you know, the wham, bam, thank you, man. But how do you tap into the spiritual side of yourselves while having sex? Wait, Mariah, you don't answer that one? I'm going to let you go first. Oh, man. So it's, okay, so if you're a person who uh, believes in spirituality and energy, um, you're, it's, it's energy work, right? So, again, learning how to really channel into the energy of an orgasm. So, like, sex magic for manifestation, like you were mentioning earlier, is an actual thing. Um, because you just believe that the orgasm is so powerful and energy that willing or wishing whatever you want during that time is, like, amplifying it into the universe. So you just have to really believe and understand that you are a passive being. I feel like I sound really fucking weird. But, like, yeah. You have to really believe in, like, your energy, like, to conduct energy and expel it into the universe to connect with, like, your sexual energy. I agree. Um, And for me, it's been kind of different. So... I used to did not connect my spirituality with sex because of how I grew up. I grew up in a Christian home and in my Christian, very, very, very Christian home, (laughs) sex was not talked about. Periods were kind of like glazed over, like seriously, y'all. I thought that when I got my period for the first time, I thought that I was dying because on TV, the period commercials, it was like a blue dot that went on a pad and I swear to God, I thought that's how exactly how it was going to be a blue dot that goes on a pad. And then that was it. So when it happened, I thought I was dying until my mom told me what was going on. So just to kind of give you perspective of how, you know, sensitive those type of subjects were in my house. So I never connected the two. Because when you talk about all that stuff with church and the Bible and Jesus, 
is basically non-existent. It's shameful. You shouldn't do it unless you're married, blah, 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 blah. So I'm just now getting to the point of being more spiritual. Aside from the whole Jesus aspect of it all, I'm finding my own spirituality. And so now I'm starting, just now starting to connect that with sex. Well, uh, we're going to go to break. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, some other things. But stay tuned. You're listening to you're listening to Hurts World. We'll be right, right back. Time Lixer Watch Shop is the official, official sponsor of the Mini Mix this month. And for all Herc World's listeners, there's an exclusive 20% discount off any order. So make sure you go to timelixer.shop. That's time, L-I-X-I-R, dot shop. Pick you out a watch. Pick you out a watch fan. Pick you out a screen protector. Use the promo word Herc and get you 20% off your entire order. That's not just one time. That's not just two times. It's not even three times. As many times you order from the shop, use the promo word HERC, you get 20% off. TimeLixer.shop, the exclusive, exclusive sponsor of the mini mix. Welcome back to Hurt Squirrel. I am none other than your girlfriend's favorite podcast host, The Big Hurt. And we are talking about sex, the nasty, the get down, the bumping of the guts, the how you make a baby this way, whatever you call it, however you talk about it. We are talking about raunchy good sex. So before uh, we went to break, we were talking about the spiritual, the spiritual aspect um, of tapping into um, yourself and, and sex. What advice do y'all give people or would y'all like to give people that are trying to find themselves um, on this journey to good sex? Um, Cece, you go first and then Mariah, then I'm going to ask you a separate question, Mariah. Um, it all goes back to the old, you know, spend time with yourself. Like, literally just spend time with yourself. You were talking about it earlier, like, you know, a 40-year-old version when you set the mood and all of that stuff. Like, that, that's really important. Like, creating an intimate relationship just with yourself um, can really, really, really help you on your sexual journey. Because again, if you don't love yourself, if you don't like yourself, if you don't like how you look, then you're, you're not going to be able to accept that somebody else is trying to do that for you. So, spend time with yourself. Cool. Mariah? Okay. Um, like you said, spend more time learning yourself. Um, having that communication, if you have a partner, communicate with your partner and not only what you like try to see what they like too because you never know uh, closed mouths don't get fed just like they always say so make sure um 
you're doing those things. And if you listen to my other podcast, one of my podcasts that I did with Cece, she talks about, just like she just said, setting the mood, but getting more comfortable with your body. And that's starting in the shower. So just start there, touching yourself and kind of seeing what you like, if you like aromatherapy. So now for me, I put like little drops of essential oil in the shower and let the shower steam up and it just smells so beautiful. And that kind of sets the tone for me and my me time and my intimate time with myself. Not not necessarily sexual time with myself, just me getting to learn myself better. Well said. So, Mariah, um, after they get all the help from Cece um, to have this bomb sex that, they, that they're going to be having, um, they can reach out to you because you're a birth doula. What is that like? Yes, I am a birth doula. I actually just had a birth last week. Um, it is an amazing experience being there. Um, I will be getting my certification to be a holistic fertility doula as well. So I will not only be able to assist with after you get pregnant, but before as well, getting you to that point. So we got Cece, the sex therapist, to kind of come in and kind of be that coach of how to have the sex. And then you have me, the womb healer, to heal your womb, to help you carry that baby. And then afterwards, during the whole pregnancy, I got you. So I'm there for your support. If you have any questions during labor, I do back massages, all kind of stuff. Just give me a call. Oh, now wait. So, Cece, I've been wanting to ask the whole show. Now, you said a sex coach. Are you actually, like, in this, in the room with these folks as they trying to get there? Or you just kind of, like, give them tips beforehand? What does that look like? Because I mean, like I, I have a, I have an, I have a vision of what a sex coach sounds like. Am I right or am I wrong? I think so. What I think is so funny is that like we, I'm saying I'm a sex coach is like somebody who would aspire to be that. If you guys have ever seen, um, I think it's called Sex Talk or something like that on Netflix. You like the British kids. And the little boy is giving, like, sex advice out of the bathroom. Like, that's pretty much how I feel. It's education. Thanks, Dave. Sex education. Like, that's pretty much how I feel. It's just that because I am so comfortable (laughs) talking about sex and it's something that's just really intriguing to me, you know, it's just really easy to help people with, right? So... And a lot of the things I did, I did for myself, and it worked. So that paired with just a pure joy and interest about it is why I'm always like, I'm a sex coach. So I'll talk, I'll talk about it with whoever wants it to be talked about, but it's not like I'm in an office or charging people or I have any like consultations or anything like that yet. It's not. I would hope to get there one day, but like right now, it's just like how we kicking it and we talking about sex. Like, this is how we should talk about sex. And that's all that we doing right now. So, I'm still a sex coach. So, like, we just chopping it up, really. Cool. So, um, man, let folks know where they can uh, reach you and get this advice or 
how they can, you know, get in touch with themselves beyond the podcast. For me, I only come out of the dark when Mariah calls me, so you would have to listen to Mariah's podcast. You would literally have to listen to Mariah's podcast, blow the sex portion of it up to the point that Mariah tells me I must be her co-host, and then then you will hear from me. If you're not one of my friends, I, I don't know how you would hear from me. If I <laughs> Honestly. Your Instagram, really- they, can, they can follow you on Instagram. You can, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram, and then if you want me to do, like, a real talking about sex or some shit, like, just let me know and I'll do it, but, like, it's not, like, it's not like I'm going around publicizing myself. I love it, though, but, yeah. Yeah, you have to follow me on Instagram, which I have to give it to you. It's secretly heating it, anyone. That's my well, blow, blow her up on Mariah's pod. Blow her up on Hurts World because, like, if y'all, like, real talk, if y'all blow this shit up like I think I don't blow this shit up, we'll bring her back and she can do this again, like, because this has been a great conversation. Like, I feel like I've learned some shit um, that I'm going to implement soon. Uh, but that's a different story for, for a different time. All right. Um, how can I find you and uh, tell what you got coming, what you got going on? Um, you guys can find me on Facebook, Instagram. I'm not too much. I have a Twitter page, but I don't really do Twitter because I'm old. I'm 30. I'm old. Too old for that. So <laughs> on Facebook, I am. My business page is Your Birthright. That is Your Birth. And then right is W R I G H T. Just like my podcast, you know, that little play on words. And then on Instagram, it is also your birthright now y'all you gonna have to stop saying you're old because i'm older than you are i knew it was coming i knew it was coming you're not old till you wake up and your bones start cracking and you'd be like damn all i did was roll over why 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 does it sound like shit breaking on my body that's when that's me that's me so i'm old I done turned 30, my brain getting foggy. It's just too much. This is too much too fast. Well, I mean, I guess they they say 40s, well, 40s the new 50, 40s the new 30, 30s the new 20. So it, it'll balance itself out in a minute. Um, <laughs> last question before I let y'all get up out of here. Does sex in general release good uh is it called endodorphins or dorphins to like endorphins dopamine yeah, that, happy feelings yeah does it do that yeah absolutely yes okay. um we encourage our moms that are pregnant like no penetration during labor but you know a little a little happy time down there it won't hurt nothing that's all they do when they give you the Pitocin. I, I haven't been blessed enough to be in a room with a baby being born, so I don't know what that is. But y'all know what, if y'all know what that is, y'all know what you're talking about. Um, last question, and, and we're gonna we're gonna go to break. Does sex or can sex cure a headache? 
depends on what the headache is for. Because I've had some, some tension headaches and I ain't went nowhere. I had a great orgasm, but then the headache comes right back. So about that one. I got a headache. I'm going to say Anyway, uh, we be right back with more Hurts World. Stay tuned. Don't go nowhere. Welcome back to Hurts World. We have been talking about sex and it has been a bomb, a bomb episode. Um, I really appreciate Cece and Mariah for joining me. Um, getting in their business a little bit about their personal lives and I really appreciate them coming on and not being shy about this conversation because we as a community we be out here fucking but we don't be talking about fucking we just be out here fucking and that's how you get the different STIs and the babies and all other stuff but if we have these intentional conversations um around sex and why we're doing it or why it's important or why or what what's in, what's pleasurable what's not you know we probably won't have all these issues that we have that are centered around sex so you know i challenge y'all to man go with your partner notice i said partner if you have more than one that's your business but go with your partner and have this conversation with them like hey what do you like you know, when we have sex, what don't you like? This is what I like. This is what I don't like. To, to get the conversation going so that you can have that mind-blowing sex um, that Cece and Mariah out here having. Um, once again, please don't slide in DMs. Please. Because I can't afford, I can't bail you out of jail. Because if, if they husbands come, I can't fight for you. Um, and I'm not going to jail because I hate jail. I, I ain't going. But, um, as always, if you don't work, you don't eat. You got coffee, you can walk. Walk for you can run. And man, run before you can fly. I am none other than your girlfriend's favorite podcast host to be hurt. I will see y'all when I see y'all. Until the next time you hear my voice, stay blessed. Stay up. And I'm feeling crazy. Herk out.